0: Hello, my beautiful emeralds, and welcome to the show. This is the 74th episode of the Mum to Millionaire podcast. If you're new, hello, I love you. If you're a regular listener, hello, I love you so much. Remember, hashtag parent power. We can do this together. I always feel like I want to sing to you, but I can't sing. If you're struggling at the moment, if you're feeling a bit low, I want you to remember this. Every single person that comes on this podcast... If they can do it, so can you. Do not get sucked in to the Facebook frosting. And what I mean by that is that on Facebook, everyone's like, "Yeah, I, I'm making so much money," and oh my god, look at this really happy family photo of me. If you are living your life on Facebook and looking at just happy things from other people, you need to get off because life is not like that. We all want to strive to have a happy life, like. I think I am happy (laughs) every day, but unfortunately, things do happen in my life that aren't so happy, but it's just about how you deal with it. So if you are feeling a bit, uh, a bit demotivated, please get off Facebook. There's no point looking at other people's lives because guess what? They're probably going through struggles and problems themselves, but obviously they're not broadcasting it. And at the end of the day, why should we? We don't really want to broadcast what's going on in our lives. I'm completely going off topic here. But I just want you to remember that if other people can fulfill their dreams and raise kids at the same time, so can you. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about how you can change careers after the age of 40. And even if you're not 40... This applies to anyone who maybe used to do it like I know a lot of you might have used to work in the city and then you had a child and you're like, uh, that's not for me. I don't want to do that anymore. So this is going to be a great podcast. I'm kind of laughing right now because we we went in. <laughs> we went in. This is a really honest Uh, An honest chat between me and the amazing Jimmy Lee. He used to be a builder. Now he's a photographer. And yeah, we we really are a bit too honest. I think we do talk a lot about money and just what it's like to be a mum or a dad in business. I know you're going to love this. If you have not subscribed to this podcast yet on iTunes, it's so simple. Look at your phone right now and click on the subscribe button. It's there. Find it somewhere on the page. It's on uh, iTunes on your podcast app. Click that subscribe button. It really does make a difference. Right. Without further ado, here's the 74th episode of the Mum to Millionaire podcast. And before I press play, um, hello. <laughs> I haven't even said who I am. My name is Vida V. I'm the founder of Mum to Millionaire. I am the mother of an extremely hyperactive child, and I love to help you to become more confident and creative on YouTube. There we go. That's my little intro, so you know who the hell I am. And here we go. 74th episode of the Mum to Millionaire podcast. Enjoy this. Mum to millionaire.com. Because we do do so much as a mum. But I think sometimes we forget that. I, I, I don't I mean answer this honestly as well. Like, as a dad, do you feel the pressure of being the bread winner?
1: In my situation, yeah, because I started out as that. So I think if you want something that bad, you've you've got to sort of throw a bit of caution to the wind.
0: When you started your photography business, I mean were there those days where you did struggle and you thought, oh crap, <laughs> no one's hiring me. Like, I struggle am I still. Like,
1: it's not like, it's nowhere near like how it, it's going to be, hopefully. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> Hi,
0: everyone. <laughs> okay, you ready?
1: Yeah, come okay. on in. let's do it.
0: Mum to millionaire.com. Hi, it's Vina V and welcome to Mum to Millionaire. This is the place that helps you get motivated and to finally (laughs) take action in your life. And welcome to dad season. And today we've just got, I just love this guy's story. He's a dad of two and you used to be a builder on a building yes, site
1: I did. for yeah. many,
0: many years. And I won't say your age, but then at a later <laughs> 48, age... 48,
1: I'll and, say. And, oh, right. okay. a so
0: uh, later time care. in your life, was it about 46?
1: You yeah, know, about like, two years ago. Yeah, 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 so at the
0: age of 46, he changed his career from being on a building site to a photographer. And it's so amazing what you've done in a short space of
1: time. It wasn't time. by choice, first <laughs> of all.
0: <laughs> but please welcome to the show, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> so, Jimmy, yes. tell us about your life
1: story—the whole of it, or just the last so you, two years?
0: <laughs> so, um, you obviously had your kids when you were young, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah so really, about yeah, nineteen, yeah, nineteen, twenty. When I had my kids, yeah, um, and then I was an apprentice bricklayer when I had my children, and then spent the rest of that time up until two years ago in a building trade, hard work
0: The hard work. Uh, what is yeah. it actually like to be a builder and and I'm going to show you some clips as we're talking of this is so amazing where we are because you're <laughs> literally looking <laughs> we're looking at the job you used to do
1: yeah more or less yeah um
0: what is the reality of doing that job because I think a lot of people like I will see builders and it's always that like wolf whistling kind of I know it's like oh my god we're
1: not allowed to do that anymore like... <laughs> it's not it's, just not it's not 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 done thing anymore
0: Is it a difficult job? Because I think sometimes we forget like you're outside all the time. Yeah,
1: it is um, is really difficult um, and getting more difficult, obviously health and safety and stuff like that. Um, When I started, you could walk on a building site with a pair of shorts (laughs) and a pair of trainers on and that was it. Um, Now it's like special cards and everything, but the actual being out in all weathers, even in the summer, summer's nice, Mm. but to work in it and up on the scaffold and the dust and the heat and all that and it's long hours nice, as well yeah. so it's like I was getting up probably most of the time at like 5.30, yeah. getting in at like five thirty, six o'clock and then you're out and then like now in the winter mm-hmm. you're out in the cold every day um, and yeah so you get like probably two small breaks in a day.
0: It's not an easy. Not an easy. No, no, no. And then, Physical why did as well, you, you know? decide to? What happened? Why did you decide? <laughs> well, I to, didn't. To
1: leave I didn't. I didn't decide. Um, so I worked for the same company for twenty years. Um, I won't say who it was. I'll
0: <laughs> well, insert the name. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say it if you want. But um, yeah, and then uh, basically, I got a few issues with my neck and stuff like that because mm. um, I drove a machine for twenty years, so a bit of repetitive oh. strain and things like that. And um, I went for them, to them for lighter duties. And long story short, they took me off the machine and just made my life really difficult. And then within, I think it was about 18 months, then they laid me off with no... My like,
0: God! But
1: it was about a two grand goodwill gesture. Mate, I, I would have seen two, them. <laughs> Well, I did try it. So I went through the union and everything. And basically it was, because um, it wasn't a clear cut case. They said,
0: "Yeah,
1: no, they didn't really want to touch it." So and then that was it, really. And then uh what did you do after that?
0: What? So what? Okay, so you're now made <laughs> redundant. You've got a tiny bit of money to survive on. Yeah. Obviously, you haven't maybe got the issue in terms. At least your children aren't young anymore. They're in their twenties. Yeah. Now, yeah. Aren't
1: they? Yeah.
0: But obviously, you're, you're still you still need to. <laughs> provide
1: well, yeah, and like I was always like the main breadwinner, so. Yeah. um my wife's worked for quite a lot of years as a teacher's assistant um, and when it happened and I still was paying like the majority of the bills yeah. and everything so having that taken away and then leaving that to her to do is mm. difficult and we couldn't cover yeah. what we was spending out originally mm. you know and so yeah it become really difficult. Um Do you
0: feel, uh, this is something actually we haven't talked about on the podcast yet because Obviously, we don't have many dads on the show. <laughs> but obviously, as mums, I'm all for like, yeah, come on, mums, we can do it. Like, it's because we do do so much as a mum. But I think sometimes we forget that... I, I, I don't. I mean, answer this honestly as well. Like, as a dad, do you feel the pressure of being the breadwinner? Or did it, I don't know. Maybe I mean, pressure's
1: the wrong um, word, but... Yeah, I think it is. Pressure is a good enough word to mm. use. Um... I think in my situation yeah because I started out as that yeah. and I always could earn more money at, at what I did than what my wife could do. Mm. So it was I'd pay like the bigger bills when I could. Um I was able to do overtime yeah. and stuff like that whereas she couldn't really do that in her job. So I could make more money, I could make a bit on the side by doing private work and things. So if we needed extra money for something I could get it in. So Yeah, and when that was taken away, Mm. it's like, what are you going to do? I've Mm. done it for like, I've been the main breadwinner for 30 years, and then it's taken away Mm. from you, and it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've only ever done building. And then you have the, uh, I mean, if anyone's ever watched the film, um, I, Daniel Blake, if you watch that. that. So, watch that. So, basically, his journey is quite similar to mine, and probably a lot of people's. it's basically like you, he, he was a heart problem and he couldn't really do his go back to his job. He was a carpenter or something. But it's the process you have to go through if you get laid off or made redundant. Yeah. And then you have to go to the job centre and go through all the paperwork. And he wasn't computer literate, so it was even harder yeah. for him. And so it's quite a depressing <laughs> film. But it, it basically shows you what you're up against if you're my sort of age and you've always done the same job, yeah, and then you can't do it no more, and you're just sort of thrown to the lions, and mm. they're just giving you all this work like admin, oh, yeah, we'll give you admin job, I've never done admin, right?
0: yeah,
1: you know and it's like, oh yeah, but just go for it because they want to get you off the list, and they, they want to get you off' God,
0: there's so there's so much injustice I think yeah yeah, fairness in this but like, you just got
1: to make like I just made the most of it, I think um it was either like go completely down, yeah or. Get yourself out of a bit of a rut on a situation. So then, and that's how
0: what. and how did you do that?
1: Well, I'd been taking um, photos for about six months, a year probably, just going out. It's basically because of all this going through what I was doing for work. Mm. It got a bit depressing and stuff. So, like as an escape, I decided to take up the photography a little bit more, and then go out of a weekend and take photos around the streets of London and stuff. And so it was when I got made redundant. It was. Well, laid off. <laughs> um, but we've done it so you get money, don't <laughs> um, you? Yeah. yeah, basically, <laughs> they just discarded me. Um, so then I've done that, and then it was like I've lived in the borough, like Barking and Dagnam all my life, so it was like it seemed a sensible thing to do was try and volunteer, send an email out or something, just connect with someone. I didn't know anything about volunteering or who to contact. Mm. And literally, one email, like, is because oh, I'm here doing stuff like this is because of one email like 18 months ago.
0: Oh, wow. To
1: one person in the, in the council and just said, oh, I've got a camera. I want to document some of the older people in the borough and like, I'll volunteer to do it. And it was That
0: like... is gold dust right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, because I know it might sound obvious to some people, but some people never take that they never created that opportunity for themselves. They're always waiting for stuff to happen to them. Yeah. So at least you had that in you to think, do you know what? I've got made redundant now. Like, let me go and do some volunteering. Cause a lot of people won't even do that.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people, you read a lot of things. So when I was reading up with the photography side of things, it was like, oh, you should never, never volunteer your services Mm. because I wasn't a photographer. then. I was just like a hobbyist really. Mm. I didn't really even know what I was doing. Um, but it's like, oh, you shouldn't volunteer, you shouldn't do work for free yeah. because the people that are working and getting paid is putting them out of business and it? Mm. But it was more like projects locally and, and wanting to help where I live and just, and help myself as well. Because it's like, if you're helping someone, it makes you feel better. That's a bit of a cliche and all yeah. that. but And it gets you out of the house, gives you a, an interest away from all yeah. that, you know. So And
0: you're meeting new people as well. Yeah. And also, even with obviously that person that said that to you has has a point but i actually believe if you want to get ahead in life you do have to do stuff for free especially if you don't have the experience because who's gonna hire a photographer if they've got
1: (laughs) got yeah look look at this photo of my dog do you want to you know i mean do you want to hire me it doesn't matter
0: how old you are I think you have to, before, you know, I used to work in the media industry. I worked for free for two years. Yeah, they did right take the ish out of me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> before that. Just a little bit, a I little, think. Yeah. I was only 16, so I didn't really have any bills to pay. But from 16 to 18, I did that. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't have been a radio presenter.
1: No, so. and you need that. and It's the catch 22 and it. You mm-hmm. go somewhere and you, you need experience. How right? do you get the experience? If no one, yeah. if you can only get it by volunteering or, I mean, even if you're doing a job, and you don't want to do that job, then look at something you want to do, but on a volunteering. Yeah. Like so, if you want to do it in the arts or something, then use your weekends to go and volunteer in mm-hmm. arts places and that to get the experience. Like now, I've got experience in loads of stuff that I've never.
0: Oh my God. Jim, like, the reason I know Jimmy's because I, <laughs> I do different, so I uh, for different clients in East London. And everywhere I was going, everyone was mentioning Jimmy. And I got to the stage and I was like, who is Jimmy? Like, who is this person I was talking about? And then, um, yeah, and then obviously I met you and I was like, oh my God. Jimmy.
1: You finally met me. And it's so disappointing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it, it proves the point of you do have to get yourself out there yeah. get out your comfort zone like I don't I'm not even a naturally confident person no but I mean
1: like if you could speak to like my kids and that and mm. and Mrs. or whatever and my family when I was doing a building that I was I'd come home just shut my front door that was it never wanted to go out weekends yeah. and stuff because and the sort of job I was doing it was like a machine driver it was really pressured mm. and like, and everyone on your case all day, every day. So it was like, you just wanted to get away from people. I basically <laughs> just hated everyone. Like, it's think, oh, why, do I, why don't I get on with these? But it was basically, like, I was so unsociable and all that. And I, you would never have got me sitting here. yeah. For, if I'd have met you, like, <laughs> 18 months ago, there was no way I'd sit here and do this. But I
0: think this can act as an <clears> inspiration <throat> for a lot of parents out there who might be in a specific job at the moment. Hmm. And I think you do prove that you can have a career and something else because you are doing really well now because you you just keep networking yeah and definitely. i think it, do you think is something to be said about just being a nice a nice person
1: well some people <laughs> might some people might think different but um
0: oh, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> we'll see um no but so it's just write a
0: comment now yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh. oh no I, mean, I used to know him at school or something. <laughs> no but it's just um you got to go out. Like I think you. It and now needed for me is to go out of your comfort zone. Oh, yeah. I'm really not comfortable even doing this. Like Jeremy didn't want to do this, and, no. I like, <laughs> and
0: I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to come and interview you." And he's
1: like, I was trying no. to swerve it, but it didn't work. It didn't work. She's very <laughs> persuasive. Um, so I think if you want something that bad, you've you've got to sort of throw a bit of caution to the wind, and you've got to just. Mm. You can be two different people, you know. Like. Yeah. Like when I'm out necessarily, I'm not like this when I'm at home as much, like I'm not as sort of maybe outgoing and all that. I'm like, anyway, I can get like a bit yeah. deep and withdrawn and stuff and you can easily shut people out and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it's you think, this is something I love doing. Exactly. It's my business now. It's going to be hopefully the future and you're not going to get nothing from it if you don't go out there and just... You
0: have to build up that confidence to yeah. do it. I, like, I hate speaking in front of people. I mean, Jimmy saw me at an event once and I was speaking there. And I, I hate doing it,
1: but <laughs> I just do
0: it because it gets me out of my...
1: yeah. And, and it's part of what you want to... So you love all the other aspects of what you're doing. Yeah. And, and, if, exactly. and, if, and if this has to be a part of it, then that's a bit that you're not that comfortable with, but it's a necessary part of what you're going to do.
0: And even when you started your photography business, I mean were there those days where you did struggle and you thought, oh, crap, (laughs) no-one's hiring me. I struggle still. Like,
1: it's not, like, it's nowhere near, like, how it's going to be, hopefully. Um, And I've always been, like, uh, PAYE, like, Mm. for 30 years, more or less. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah, what's this tax thing you have to pay and stuff? (laughs) And it's just, and uh, what's this, and what's... And, like, so with my job, it's... um, there's a lot of things to talk to with companies and that about um, like invoicing like most other people and that but also um, licensing and image licensing mm. and stuff mm. and basically like Google's your best friend.
0: I was literally about to say that how did you learn because <coughs> coming from a building site being a photographer now you're dealing with people they're going to ask you for quotes they're going to ask uh, you for how much for 10 photos? How, and I think this is an issue for all of us. Even sometimes now, when you know a big corporate company comes for me, I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, I ain't gonna charge you the same amount. Hopefully, it's in my corporate client can
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, cut different. this bit off.
0: <laughs> no, but it's, you know, if it's a small business, it's different because there might be less amount of time. But if I'm working for a corporate, I'm going into London. So you are adding on different costs, not just because they're a corporate company. No,
1: but. It, and just... The, the, so how did you... So it's still of- now, it's still... Um, it's always... You're always, like, cliche, you're always learning. like yeah. Because every client, I want something different. So with me, it's like a minefield, like, the licensing thing. You can really mess yourself mm. up of, like... If you don't license properly, and then you you do, um, say for a building company, you shoot some interior shots, and then you look on the tube, and they're doing a massive campaign, yeah, and they're earning because of this commercial use of your images. They're getting people buying flats for two million pounds, which they're not, by the way. But if it happens, <laughs> yeah, then you've you've charged them a thousand pound. What you think? Oh, that's enough for them photos, or for those free photos, mm-hmm. or something, and they're earning like maybe 10 million off of those photos yeah so it's a and but then you go to someone like who's selling a product locally a small product you can't charge them the same you can't you go in and maybe give them a day rate or something so it is circumstances are different for different people but the actual like I think as well because it's images and photography and stuff like that Mm -hmm. I learned from a friend who's another photographer actually who because of the volunteering I met her through that and so she's given me lots of pointers yeah. and saying like, "Oh, you need to buy this book. This book's a bible for uh, photographers." Okay. Yeah. And you get that, and then it's like, "Why are you?" She she will say something, and she'll question why you're doing it. So you, it's good. It's like a kind of mental, really. Yeah. Um, of like, and if you can find someone who's willing, who's not always everyone's willing because
0: yeah,
1: they think you're going to tread on their toes and take their work in the end and yeah. things like this. Um,
0: I think that's such an important point is to get some kind of mentor.
1: Yeah, someone who's been there, done a little bit yeah. of, of what you're... It might not be exactly the same, but is yeah. that exactly to cross the same hurdles and mm. things like that. So um, they can
0: just... Yeah, it's to give you that guidance. And even, just, even if you get a mentor that's not necessarily in your industry, like I've got a lady that I talk to once a month, and it's just having that accountability. Because right, yeah. if we talk about me doing something... I know I've got that phone call with her at the beginning of the month. If I haven't done that work, <laughs> <laughs> like, she's going to – I don't want to disappoint. So I think a mentor can be
1: so – Yeah, and, and you need someone to bounce ideas off of yeah. and, like, I've sent her things saying, like, am I doing this right? Is this right? Yeah. And she'll say, why did you do it like that? Why did you do it like this? Um, and just people in general, I've, I've been lucky. Like, there's a lot of really good people, mm. like, locally. Because I'm local as well. And I've been here all my life. I think it helps you get involved with local people. Um, Just like for me, arts people, like Studio 3, Mm. um, like I've had three exhibitions in like a year now. Wow. But because of them people, first one cost me money. Yeah. And I learned a lot from that. The the, the one after that didn't cost me anything, broke even, but it was a really good experience. Mm. And then the third one, I made a little bit of money, not as much as I should have, but... It's progress, right? It? Yeah. Well you come to the last one. I'm I saying. came to the yeah. last
0: one and my son even came to that as well. And he enjoyed three
1: lollies and everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think, you know, Jimmy, it, you are a great example in th- the term and I love your honesty as well. Like you're saying, you are saying is there a struggle now? Oh,
1: I'm struggling like off. well that's why I'm a bit like you see yeah. me I'm working in this space today. Yesterday I was up here working, trying to get prices for prints someone's asked me for. Mm. There's a deadline. And then I've got things coming in, like a job coming in when I've got no brief yeah. of what I'm going to do, and that's, that could start tomorrow. So it's all f- – I don't sleep great
0: Yeah, a
1: lot of the time because mm. it's just a constant. But this will – like I couldn't invoice a year ago. I didn't know how didn't to set th- one up. Yeah, And now it's like I've got templates just like, yeah, change a few details, and yeah. it's done within a couple of minutes.
0: And I think people need – and I forget this sometimes when you – you know you're kind of you're going along your normal day you're building your brand and your business but you forget where you where (laughs) i was a year ago Mm. it's completely different but because you just forget it yeah
1: because you become you get everyone gets complacent it's like um like i'm saying with invoicing for example or licensing and that now you want to buy an image Mm. now i can you if i've got an image downstairs and you see it i can go yeah that's going to cost you this much money whereas before i'd be like Need to go home and look and yeah. Google and I've been to jobs when I first I probably shouldn't admit this either, but <laughs> cut this bit. But even like sort of now, yeah, cut it. Um I go to jobs and it's like this like something's not right or what and I think I've oh, just it's just got totally gone out of my head mm. how uh, to do this work with this bit of light in the room or something, and I'll I'll just Google it, you know what I mean? It's just I think everyone does. But, but somebody, no one admits it. Like, yeah, true. I Google
0: stuff all the time. Someone asked me a corporate client asked me once for a oh what I can't remember the name of it now. A performer invoice. Yeah, and no, I, on the
1: phone, I, I was know. like,
0: yeah, no problem. I'll get that sent over to you. Oh, my God. I put the phone down. I was like, I don't know what a performer invoice is. But this, another thing is just say okay to yeah,
1: people yeah, and, and yeah. then
0: find out what is. I literally went on Google and I went, what is a performer invoice? And all it is, is you're sending someone an invoice. It's like a quote.
1: Right, okay. At
0: the end of the day. Well, I'm going to use that. They,
1: they, so it sounds use, really professional. And now <laughs> when I, I'm like, oh,
0: shall I send you a performer invoice? Yeah yeah there you go she that knows what she's doing <laughs> but this but is, the thing, is. This, all this stuff and this is why I love to do <clears throat> Mum to Millie Nag is it, we just give you the realistic what? what is the truth so many people won't admit this no the,
1: of like, I'll mess up still mess up I still will mess up in the future yeah. I've probably done learning. jobs where I think oh, I should have put an extra naught on the end of that <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just like and I think, oh, oh that could've have... been
0: a vision. Why have I done this for this
1: <laughs> Yeah, and he's, he's and you, and I lost I've lost like the first exhibition. I was thinking, oh, I'm gonna easily like make two, three hundred pounds out of this. And then it ended up costing me two hundred pounds. So yeah. But in the end, from that exhibition, by a chance, someone come to see it, and then i got some work from it. Mm. So it's It's
0: about building.
1: Yeah, and it just like learn by your mistakes and all that and even if you make them once or twice or three times like just it's all experience isn't it just like, <laughs> I
0: love how Jimmy's like learn by your mistakes <laughs> say it proud Jimmy learn well, look, by your mistakes because
1: it's yeah, it like everyone says it but but it's true at the yeah, end of the
0: day yeah
1: yeah and um, I'm still making them so what
0: would you finally say to parents watching this who are in a job at the moment like you like you said you were you know, a builder for so many years <laughs> maybe they've watched this interview and they've been in a corporate job or a te- or whatever it is and they want that career change. What would you say to them in terms of you know just taking that leap or getting?
1: Yeah, I mean it's di- it is difficult because obviously um, your kids, your age of your kids, and mm. where you are, and if you're the, like we were earlier, if you're the main breadwinner, it, I didn't take the step myself. I was forced into it, mm. so it's, it was a bit of a different situation for me because I didn't have to make the decision, um, but. As my example it 's like the volunteering of in like look into what you want to do what, like, if you 're doing like a building job, then look into a job if you want to do something in banking whatever it is, yeah. and invest investigate it and look into it and it is possible to do it mm. but it's like mine was different because it was kind of volunteering yeah. was got me so if there is something in that sector that you want to do like in arts mm. or performance or anything like that, like creative yeah. industry, then volunteer because know that is there's somewhere local that you can get involved in. Exactly. And, you, and it makes you so many contacts. I think probably like at least half of my work, probably 80% of my work now comes through because I've volunteered. Mm. Like my contacts, of of it's like a knock-on effect you've got for them. Then what is people leave their jobs. Yeah. And then they go, and then they're taking you with them as well.
0: Mm, Exactly. And
1: if you've got relatives as well that are doing, uh, like if they're in a council and you want to do something in the council, Mm. then just inquire and just what you have to do to do it. If you
0: don't ask, you'll never know. That is what (laughs) I always (laughs) say. But it's true if you don't. I mean, even where we are now, we're in the Barking Enterprise Centre. And I used to just do workshops for them. Yeah. And I asked the CEO, Karen, who's also coming on the podcast very soon. Yes. To make sure you subscribe. She slipped out
1: of it <laughs> today, <die>, Karen. <laughs> well,
0: um, but I just asked her, I was like, look is there anything else here I can do? Like the workshops are going well. Mm. Is, and I was just honest. I was like, look, I just need some regular income. <laughs> yeah, you've, got,
1: you've got, is there anything yeah.
0: here? And now I'm one of the social media, you know, one of the mentors here. I so think it it
1: as well, you're else. saying being honest. Yeah. Like being honest with people like, people like honest, like if you go into yeah. somewhere and go, look, I want to do some volunteer. I hate my job. <laughs> I want to do some volunteering. I don't want to do that job for the rest of my yeah. life. I'm prepared to give you some of my time. And you don't go in there expecting stuff back. Yeah. That's the thing as well. Like, oh, oh, I didn't yeah. expect nothing. I wanted to do this thing with the camera in my borough yeah. uh, as a project and didn't expect them to give me work and I didn't expect them to give me chance of exhibitions and stuff. You've got to have a bit of passion yeah. there. And then the rest sort of comes along with because people notice your passion. Mm-hmm. They notice that you're keen to do it and all that. So it's just even without, you don't push it. It's just if it is what you want to do, they'll see that, you know what I mean? Never. Definitely.
0: And what would be your last bit of motivation for the parents listening? Does to keep going? Because get, a,
1: get a good child, minor. I, no.
0: <laughs> that no. is actually good advice.
1: <laughs> trust
0: me. Even though they have a child, minor, no, saying, yeah. but um, obviously for people to keep going because it's not easy no. to run your own business and maybe someone's just started their business or they might be doing it for a while and it, it's difficult. It, what it
1: is. Mean? Yeah, it is difficult. It's still difficult is difficult and obviously you you start small and hopefully Mm -hmm. expand and then you expand it, it creates more problems. But they're good problems to have because they're your problems. They're not, you're not doing it for someone else like I did for 30 years. Like when I think of all the aches and pains (laughs) and everything and injuries I've had or whatever over the years, bad backs and and it's all to line someone else's pockets. When it's, I don't mind, I'll do a 20 hour day now, quite happily. Just because it's my twenty-hour day, As, yeah. You know what I mean. It's not like doing ten. I'd rather do twenty hours for me than two hours for someone else. Yeah. You know what I mean mm. because it's just
0: because now you have found your true passion and life.
1: <laughs> <in your laughs> well, hopefully, the world. yeah. But in life's difficult. Like it will. Things will come along and you'll just think, oh, why am I doing this? Like, why, Yeah, wh- it's uh, not. It's the way it is. Running you know? your
0: own business, being self-employed. We're not. We don't have that steady income. No. You don't, unless you have those regular clients that you've tied in for a year, whatever it is. You never know.
1: Yeah, and like my job, like being freelance and stuff. Like the regular clients, a lot of the jobs are one-off, like yeah. one-off shoots and stuff like that. But um, yeah, you just got to keep going. You're going to get knockbacks, and mm. and they, the more you get them, the easier they come to brush them off you know what I mean but first of all it's so disheartening isn't it what have I done I've made a total this, you know what I mean but now it's like oh it's just on to the next and your client base will get bigger and stuff so like you won't really need them people like that were saying oh can you come and shoot my event for four hours for 20 quid (laughs) you know what I mean it won't even be worth me like doing anything yeah
0: and always i I've, I've realized this as well in life that even if someone says no to you they might come back to you in two years time yeah
1: don't burn your bridges so never don't... Please, <laughs>
0: people do this never burn your bridges and never get bitter if no, someone no. says no to you it doesn't matter you're just not right for them at that specific uh, yeah, time yeah
1: exactly like and if you get uh, it gives you it does give you a hump a bit and that but just yeah just don't burn your bridges cuz i've had people where not got the, it just hasn't gone through and if someone yeah. else has got a job but then six months down the line, someone they was working with, mm. as remembered you. Like I had a guy, I don't really do weddings, like I do them in my style, which is like documentary style. Mm. Um, and a guy had come to some event um, for City Hall. And three months later, I got this email from a guy saying, oh yeah, can you shoot my wedding and that? And I was like, I don't even remember who he is. Ah. And I, I goes, yeah, we'll meet you at the venue. And I can't remember what he looked like, because I'd only <laughs> seen him for 10 minutes. And literally, and I got a wedding from him, and it was nothing to do, he was, he'd left the company he was with, mm. um, where he worked for, like, um, something to do with London, assembly and that, he'd left all that, but remembered me, mm-hmm. and then sent me an yeah, email, so you please. don't know who you're going to connect with right now. You never right know now. who you're no. going to
0: meet, who they know, and...
1: Yeah, and it's just like, it's a big world, there's enough room, for, like, it's look. Like, Photography is massive. Yeah, but there's enough room for. And you were about to
0: say it, but I think you didn't say it. There is enough success out there for everyone.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know <what> I mean,
0: <laughs> Jimmy, you've been amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much.
1: Well, you're very because privileged, very, you know.
0: I'm very. I spent all this time with you.
1: It's so. like no, I mean, privileged to get me in front of the camera. Oh, my I'm God. all right on a podcast now. People aren't privileged if spend time.
0: Um, if I need something for my wedding, I know who to contact yeah. them. And if anyone
1: needs anyone else <laughs> I well, know. You know. Stop it for their wedding, <laughs> get in touch with me. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, we will write all of Jimmy's links over on the blog, so make sure you go and check that out. Mum to Millionaire.com Wow, wow, wow. Didn't you just love it? I love it. This oh, I just love the honesty. I love it when guests come on the Mom to Millionaire podcast and they're just honest about what is actually going on in their business. So key takeaway from that is, number one, you really can do anything, anything you want in your life. Look at Jimmy as an inspiration. He was a builder for 20 plus years. At the age of 46, he then became a photographer, a builder. You can't get more different than that, can you? Being a builder and being a photographer, if he can change his career, so can you. Number two thing to take away is that Jimmy is still, I don't like to use the word struggling, but business is not easy. And even though Jimmy has been doing this for a year, two years now, he admitted that it is still hard. I still find things difficult. You know, pricing we talked about a lot, getting clients... Every day when you run your own business, you are learning. And if you haven't started a business yet, this is why I set up Mum to Millionaire because I don't want people to get deluded and look at everyone holding that baby and a laptop at the same time and smiling. It's not like that. I can't look after my son and hold a laptop at the same time. (laughs) It's just... I hate... I don't know why people use that image. I do not like it. That's why Mum to Millionaire is here, to give you honest, realistic advice. I just want you I just want you to watch as many of the videos on my YouTube channel just search for mum to millionaire uh, listen to as many of these podcasts and just get inspired by these parents we're here to tell you the truth no fluff no like oh my god yeah life is so amazing yes Life is amazing if we make it like that but unfortunately do things do happen to us and we have to learn how we respond to them. We can't ever control what happens to us, but you can control how you respond. Thank you so much for listening. If you are feeling a bit, uh, you're feeling a bit, uh, you're feeling a bit, uh, I do that a lot. I cry a lot. Um, if you're feeling any of those things and you just want a bit of motivation, you want to feel more positive on a daily basis. I've put together this really cool audio book, audio course for you. Just head over to mumtomillionaire.com forward slash motivation and you can download your audiobook. You can have it on your phone and listen to it every day. I just really hope it helps you to get out of whatever state you're feeling in at the moment. Because I'm gonna keep saying this again. Hashtag parent power. Let's all do this together. We're all in this together. So just be kind to other parents. It's not difficult, please. Thank you so much for watching. You are amazing. You've got a unique talent that the world needs to see. So stop making those excuses and go and do what you were born to do. I will uh, see you next week on the Mum to Millionaire podcast. Make sure you do subscribe to this podcast because next week on the sh- oh, and by the way, it is free to subscribe. Go over to the Vena V YouTube channel, uh, just just type in my name, V W E N A V Vena V, on YouTube, and watch a tutorial on how to subscribe to a podcast. Because if you're thinking, oh, I want to subscribe to this podcast, so I know when new episodes come out, but you're, you are you actually don't know how to subscribe to the podcast, go and watch that tutorial. And um, yeah, then you can <laughs> subscribe to mum to Millionaire. Do subscribe, because next week I have got Another amazing dad on continuing dad season. His name is Sky Magician. Yeah, he is an amazing magician. Again, he is a dad that changed his career. He used to work in the music industry, and now he's a, a magician. Not only that, he is—he not only he is—he has created multiple income streams. So, if you want to get inspired on different ways how you could be making money remember there's not just one way to make money in your business there's hundreds even thousands of ways to make it that episode is for you and if you haven't checked out last week's episode yet number 73 make sure you do that as well because uh, that dad on that show he was just totally brutally honest about a lot of things as well so make sure you check that out thank you for listening and I will see you next week bye